0: Hello and welcome to Care Insights with the Outstanding Society, a podcast created to share and celebrate best practice, help others to improve and learn more about the amazing career opportunities within social care. In this episode, Zoe talks with Carolina Gerlich, CEO of the Care Workers' Charity, to find out about the crucial support the charity continues to provide. Welcome to this episode of Care Insights with the Outstanding Society. We're delighted to have Carolina with us from the Care Workers' Charity. Carolina, can you start by telling me a bit about yourself and a bit of an overview about the Care Workers' Charity, please?
1: Well, first of all, thank you very much, Zoe, for for having me, and and um, you know the the work of the outstanding society is something we very much appreciate um, and and admire as the charity. Um, in terms of um, a bit of an overview of the charity, so so I've been running the charity now since March twenty twenty. So just as COVID started, it's coming up to three years. We are mainly a benevolent fund for people who work in social care or used to work in social care, where we provide financial support for people in financial crisis. It could be broken white goods, uh, car MOT, rent arrears, um, unpaid bills, debt, healthcare issues, um, a lot of different reasons why people may need financial support from us. Uh, As of uh, 2021, we also provide mental health support. Uh, and that's uh, where people can refer themselves for up to ten hours of therapy, one to one therapy. But we also fund providers for a training of mental health first aiders Fantastic. in the services. So I'd like to encourage your members to to come and apply to us um, to to get some funding, and then that training is delivered and counselling. They're both delivered by a third party for us. Um, we do a lot of campaigning on behalf of care workers, uh, about care workers as very skilled, highly skilled professionals that are very important to the society in the job that they do, Uh, people who have um, a lot of skills that we don't necessarily appreciate, you know, skills that we call soft skills in the society, but that are very much the, the important things that I think we should value more in life, like compassion, empathy, care, kindness. but also being incredibly organized and and, uh, risk assessing every second of their job. Um, We campaign for reform and better funding for social care, uh, because the sector has been underfunded for for so long. And the situation that care workers and providers find themselves in is really unacceptable. We are putting people's lives at risk. Uh, we are losing people because of how social care is is, is badly funded. Uh, I, by losing people, I mean both losing people who draw on social care because they there is unmet need uh, and they don't get the support they need, and we're losing a workforce because people are not paid well enough. They don't feel they're supported well enough uh, and they go somewhere else. And you know, it's if, if your local Aldi can offer you two quid per hour more for yeah. much responsibility when you don't take your job home, uh, you can't really blame people for making a switch. And and we believe that, you know, this is all at the national policy level. We know that individual providers uh especially those outstanding ones do a lot to support their teams but there is only so much you can do within the context of of the national uh situation of social care of the local authority funding and the national government policy on social care which seems to be let's just give social care everything to do but no money or support to do it
0: um so yes
1: so that's really what we do at the charity
0: I think that's fantastic. And, and on behalf of social care, we'd like to say a huge thank you for, for what you do do. And I think you, you mentioned about recognizing the workforce and, and the professionalism of, of social care workforce. It is, it is an actual career but also recognizing how challenging it can be as well. And you, you mentioned um, about the mental wellbeing and health support um, and maybe have it having 10 sessions. Can you tell me a bit more about that and how people could access it? And is it for managers? Is it for their teams? Um, how can people access it and, and what does it involve?
1: So it's both for managers and care workers working with people uh, directly, face-to-face. Uh, all they need to do is go to our website and fill in an application. It's self-referral, so you don't need any other documentation to do that. And then we take the application, we we assess it for, for, for eligibility, mainly around, you know, if somebody's actually working in social care. And then we put it forward to the third party to, to make first contact around, you know, assessment etc. Uh, and then the person working in social care can manage their appointments, they, they, you know, there is a wide availability. Most people, I think everybody at the moment and so far has done it online um, and people are finding it incredibly useful. If necessary we can extend for further 10 sessions um, but that's on the advice of the therapist if they say this person, this individual may need more. And then in terms of mental health first aiders, it's managers that can make applications, contact with us about their own settings. Uh, if they don't have anybody trained in mental health first aid yet, uh, they can apply and then we fund the training. We do ask the provider to pay for the person's time for attending the training, um, but we pay for the training, which is two-day
0: accredited uh, certificate. I think that's fantastic it's it's actually an initiative that I didn't realize the care workers charity provides so 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 we will put the word out there there more as well which I think is fantastic if we if we look at the financial support that that you give I know um when when I owned my care home we we applied for some of our teams to get some funding when for example some somebody's partner was unwell and sadly they they passed away um but for 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 some of the team, it can be quite daunting applying. Is it right that managers can help with that process or or somebody that's gone through the process before, they can help somebody apply and and talk them through um, so that it doesn't put them off applying?
1: Yes, yeah, so first of all, we try to keep the process as simple as possible, but obviously we have to have due diligence um, in place to assure people that you know we spend money the, the right way. So it's, a, it's quite a tricky balance. We try to ask as few questions as, as possible. Yes, managers or other individuals can support people to make an application. We've had social workers help people or from Citizens Advice Bureau. It is still that the individual that should fill in the, the, the application because we ask for a lot of personal data. We ask people to provide us with the uh, bank account. If somebody is eligible, that's where we make a payment. Uh, and we ask for some other information and, and evidence to support. You know, So if it's a, a medical issue, we ask for any kind of NHS hospital letters around that or we ask for a letter from a manager to support a whole case and say, yes, this person works for us. And also, I am aware they've been having this and this and this difficulty, and I would appreciate. So that that's usually quite an easy way to actually um, give us the evidence we need because if we have this third party giving a confirmation of the situation, um, then the individual doesn't have to send us so much of, of other documents. But if it's rent areas, it's again, official letters, pictures of that we need and that determines whether somebody's eligible or not and also determines the amount of money we're able to to give people uh, our grants still run at, at around uh, average 500 pounds and probably increase this year with the cost of living crisis you know and everything being so expensive 500 pounds doesn't go anywhere near as far as it used to so we have to um rethink the, the the average amount, but there are situations when we give more. there are situations when we give less. Uh, we we answer questions about grants applications via email mm-hmm. uh, as well. Um, but we we try to have as much information as possible on the website. Um the more you provide the 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 easier it is for us to justify giving a grant as well
0: fantastic so so for example you mentioned the cost of living um as people are struggling more and more um what kind of thing could could a care worker apply for so you mentioned white goods earlier on so is is that if something breaks down or how does that work yeah so people can apply for a new washing machine or an oven and we
1: get quite a few of those applications if if it breaks down then they need to send us a a a price of what they would like to purchases that we do have a look obviously we don't necessarily give grants for the most expensive washing machine on the market you know we need to be quite reasonable around that uh and then we trust the person to purchase it it themselves um in terms of other issues related to cost of living crisis it's increases in bills so if somebody can can um show us that they've had a a increase in their gas electricity prices let's say with their bills from six or twelve months ago and now they could uh, they could get a grant towards that uh if people are in debt they can show us evidence of of that debt as well we can we can help with that so there are a a lot of people are getting themselves into especially credit card debt at the moment because they don't have enough every month so more and more everyday expenses go on the credit card uh, and we see people with debt applying a lot as well um so yes and again you know rent arrears a letter from a landlord or council tax arrears again people do email those letters add them to their applications and and that's evidence enough for us to be able to support somebody around those issues
0: fantastic and and you mentioned the 500 pound which might be reviewed this year um I've recently seen about your 500 pound fundraiser can you tell me a bit about that yeah, so the idea of the £500 fundraiser started last year because it
1: is our average grant. We want more organisations, businesses, providers, suppliers in the sector to support us. We need it because demand for our services is, as you can imagine, you know, very high. We get applications in 10 sometimes of applications every day. Uh, so the idea of £500 fundraiser is that you go on our website, you sign up, it's a recurring Uh, payment uh, every year or every month so it could be 500 pounds a year 50 pounds a month um, to show support for the workforce because without the workforce you know the sector wouldn't wouldn't exist our work uh, supports retention in social care as well we know we get information from care workers that our grants help them stay in work and in work in social care and we hope that 500 pounds is a reasonable amount of money that most businesses are able to afford it, uh, and if it would be apart from them, you know, for of the corporate social responsibility around thinking, you know, if, if we work in the sector, we should support the only charity that supports the workforce this way at national level.
0: Fantastic. That, that's amazing. And as well as your financial support, you've got a lot of resources on your website. Can you tell me a bit about those resources that people can access? Yeah, so we <clears throat>
1: we always try to signpost people as much as possible to to uh, to other help, whether it's other financial help, or it's uh, mental health support, or how to manage your finances. Uh, we put a lot of links on on our website under under signposting, and we also send that to people when they apply for grants for us. So whether you're accepted or declined for a grant, you will get signposting for us from us as well. Uh, this is to help people access further help, but also. Like I mentioned, maybe learn how to manage the finances better. By managing the finances better, I don't mean uh, what government says, you know, everybody can just stretch the money a bit further. We fully understand that money only goes so far. But there are some helpful tips and advice on various websites that um, can help people either maybe consolidate their debt if they have a lot of it or pay for things a bit differently to 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 help with their finances
0: fantastic and out of interest do you know that the numbers at the moment of the total numbers of, of people that you helped um in 2022 at this stage in
1: 2022 total number no because we're still finalizing i know that we paid just over a million pounds Wow. in that's... terms of number of people we, we're still working it out because in december we we did a big push to pay people as much as possible before Christmas uh, and those numbers we're still working on with, with, with our accountant but um, since I started in March 2020 we've paid over four million pounds to over 6,000 people um, so on, on one hand we're, we're very proud that uh, our work's been able to support so many people on the other hand it's quite terrifying how many people need our help um, up until last year we were able to um give grants to everybody who was eligible um up until july last year from now on, we're going to have a monthly budget because demand is just so high so um the more donations we get obviously the more care workers we
0: can help fantastic that's amazing and i think i think you mentioned earlier about communicating more as well um you, you hear a lot of outstanding providers saying, you know, on our payslip memos or on our monthly emails that we send out to staff on the bottom of the email, it will say, please contact the Care Workers Charity if you need help um, and direct people to those resources. Are there any innovative ways that you could think of that you could share with managers as to how they can support their teams and share this information with them and make it a safe space, so to speak?
1: we do post quite a lot on facebook groups where a lot of care workers are and and they share the information um we also encourage providers to share this information you know, via, via less formal channels and i know whatsapp is um a controversial form of communication in social <laughs> care yeah. um where, you know people question whether they should or shouldn't uh, and whilst these conversations go on, I know a lot of people still do uh, yeah. use WhatsApp or other similar forms of communication. So even sharing our information on there might be uh, very helpful. Mentioning in team meetings, uh, we, we you know, within reason, we, we we are happy to travel to different services to speak to people um about our grants about what we can provide as support and we want the relationships you know to work two ways so so there's always dual purpose to a visit on one hand we're letting people know what kind of help is available on the other hand we're telling people how they can help us you know what kind of fundraising you can do in your services where it's a you know it's a care home or 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 home care or or other type and um how people can, can can support and encourage our, uh, uh, others so if you are already supporting the care workers charity how can you
0: ask challenge other people to do the same that's amazing, and and you touched on on fundraising there, which is obviously an important part of it. And, and and many people within social care have have team events, like to like to do things, but do things for a reason. So, actually, would they just get in contact with the care workers charity to say we want to have a five k run within our care home, and and can we support the care workers charity? How would that work? Yeah, people can definitely get in
1: touch with us. And for this year, we've got quite a busy schedule of events uh, where we are encouraging people to participate in events we are organizing, which includes two walks, um, like quite long walks, um, one in May, one in September. uh, But also for people to participate in events that are already organized by somebody else, like marathons, half marathons, other walks, et cetera, and then fundraise. Uh, For us, we're happy to support uh, with any collateral um, or even go to the events and greet people, you know, at at the finish line, um, for example. We are organizing a week where we'd be encouraging more people to do walks for us in the local area, wherever else to fundraise for us. So, th- so there are a lot of different opportunities. Uh, Organisations can choose us to be the charity of the year as well. Uh, and we're always happy to have conversations about doing something different. In February, we're doing axe throwing in London. So wow. uh, <laughs> yes. so, so so we look at accommodating different people, different interests. When we <clears throat> we used to do just one walk a year, then people said, Oh, it's either too far to travel from the south or too far to travel from the north, wherever you are. So we tried to do two, one in the south, one in the north. So it's more convenient for people, especially in England, where we get the most participants, but it's also closer to Scotland for people from there. Um some people say, Oh, I'm not doing a physical challenge at all. Just don't ask me to do yeah. that. So we give people opportunities to do to do other things. Um I think the main thing is to just think of us as the charity that works very hard to support the sector, um, but the charity that doesn't have a regular income and we have to raise every pound that we spend. We need at least a million and a half a year to support, um, you know, the minimum of co-workers we, we think we need to support annually, to pay at least a million pounds a year. Um, and, you know, if you can have fun whilst supporting a charity, you know, I think that's a great
0: day. Absolutely. I'd like to thank you on behalf of all the directs of the, of the OS for, for everything that you and your team do. Um, and would love to um, publicise your events that you have. And if we can do case studies of, of people who are raising money for the charity um, and do lots of signposting. At the end of the podcast, we'll also put up all of your contact details as well. But we'd like to thank you very much for everything that the Care Workers charity do. Many thanks, Carolina.
1: Thank you very much. And thank you very much for having me again. Thank you. Thank you.
0: The Outstanding Society is a community interest company. It's free to join and is open to everyone. You don't need to have an outstanding rating to be a member.